This is Manastrophic Music. And welcome, listeners. You are tuned in to the new podcast called Matastrophic Music, a show where we talk about our favorite bands and records and have a good, good time trying to turn you, the listener, as well as us, the hosts, onto some great new tunes and artists. So gather close around the fire and don't forget your hot tea or cocktail. It's time to get into it with your hosts, the Mats, Kelly and Duffy. All right, listeners. Today's artist is Miles Kennedy. He is known for his work in Alter Bridge and with Slash of Guns N' Roses fame. He released two solo albums, Year of the Tiger 2018 and The Eyes of March in 2021 that we use to build this week's four-track F-Stacks. All right, Duffy, I learned a couple of tidbits about Miles uh, that I would like Kelly, to share with you. please tell me. <laughs> All right. You may already know some of these, but this, these these are new to me. I learned that he auditioned for Led Zeppelin in the late 2000s. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, as a Led Zeppelin fan, I'm surprised that this, this completely flew under my radar. And when I read this, I'm like, either I've completely forgotten this fact, which is weird because yeah. he's a lover of Miles. I know that he... Uh, really enjoyed his time playing next to uh jimmy page one of the things that he said stuck out to him was playing my favorite led zeppelin song uh cashmere he said okay he had, like he had like goose flesh like listening to you know page play that live standing next oh, yes. to him standing yeah. right next said, to you <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a, imagine any of your guitar heroes being next to you he's on stage i believe we we spoke of a band this week that you uh, have for a dream band. Do you want to share that with the public who you want to or not? Um, when you on the spot? N- no, because I, w- I want to uh, I want to save, save it that for the you episode. Save that? Ooh, now we're building anticipation. Yeah. Like <laughs> All right. I also learned about Miles is that he is a proponent of wildlife conservation effort. Okay. He is a big supporter of the International Fund for Animal Welfare. And oh, I, I like that, that a lot. Cool. Yeah, I thought that being, you know, one of our shared interests, that that was pretty cool yeah. to see something like that. Like, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And one other little tidbit, uh, I found out that he married his wife, Selena, on June 14th, 2003, which is, listeners, the day after my birthday. So I have, <laughs> I share close proximity to special days in our lives and that's what's important that's very sweet <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> what was your experience duffy listening to these two solo albums this week okay well before i tell you that i found Ooh. a little tidbit you found a tidbit nugget. oh i like this. this one okay miles kennedy actually declined an offer to audition for Velvet Revolver. Really? Really? Wow. Was this so this yeah. was was this in the beginning stages of Velvet Revolver before Scott was in it? So he like Yeah. Scott? This was wow. initially like at, at the beginning of the band, yeah. Oh wow. So I thought that was pretty wild because our, we did our episode. Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of Velvet Revolver, too, so it's nice to have that history behind that band, too. I did not know that. Yeah, I was excited to share that one with you. What's it like for you this week? Oh, it was, it was, it was great. Um, I have always, since I first heard Miles in Alter Bridge, I was a fan immediately of his voice. And I learned, um, soon came to learn that, you know, he writes... A, a good portion of that material, you know, the Alter mm. Bridge material. Um, you know, he's an amazing songwriter. He's been teaching guitar for years before he became known as a famous musician. Um, his day job, he used to be a guitar teacher. Um, oh. So, I mean, he's just an amazing musician. His voice is outstanding. Um, like I said, I've loved him in Alter Bridge. I love his solo records. And so listening to this stuff was really nice, you know. And, and it was, I, I kind of like the fact, too, that there was just two of these solo records yes. to listen to because, you know, it was a little easier, less material, could like indulge in it a little more. Oh, yes, I agree. Yeah. So what about you? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been a while since I listened to both of them. And uh, yeah. it was nice because I have a. You know, pretty pretty strong emotional attachment, in particular to Year of the Tiger. That it was nice to go. It was nice to go back to to listen to it now that I've had some distance from the emotion that it brought up in the past, and and kind of hear things in a a different way, I guess, than when I was originally okay. when it originally affected me. So I was able to kind of yeah you know, have some distance and listening. It was. Yeah, his music not, is I, really powerful. Yeah, I, it is. It is. As I said, it, it, it's hard sometimes to to separate like the time when you hear the music. It comes, you know, like the moment that you hear hear that song is kind of etched in my brain when I hear songs that I really like. So then it's like you go back and you listen again, and it's you're in a new moment and try to make new memories with it. Can sometimes be conflicting if it's really emotional the initial listen but i get that after last it's like this is just such a great album that it was really really easy to kind of like see it in a new light it didn't necessarily give off the sense of melancholy it gave more hope i guess at the end of end of the listen okay um, yeah i get that feeling from it yeah i really uh i really enjoyed it you ready to get into the stacks yeah yeah four songs uh new f stacks this week Oh yeah. Excited for it. Me too. For the campers playing along at home, each week, we the Mats will pick a band or artist that we love, choosing four of our favorite songs to build an F-Stack. A four-track F-Stack is deep cuts only. No radio-friendly massive hits allowed. We exchange our F-Stacks with one another and consider the gems we have collected to build a combined Matastrophic Ultimate 4-Track F-Stack. It's a game of cooperation, compromise, shared passion, and musical discovery. We are here to have a wholesome good time, so... Ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and everyone under the beautiful rainbow of humanity, set your drama down and share in the good vibes at our campfire 
right here with Metastrophic Music. Let's get positively cosmic. Let's start. We'll have you go first this okay. time. All right. All right, listeners. My number one, Year of the Tiger. Off of Year of the Tiger. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. Now, Duffy, what did you think of this track? Okay, so I want to tell you that when this record first came out and I first heard this song, I really was not a big fan of this song. Um, okay. And I think just because, you know, the different periods you go through where you're into certain music and you're listening to certain stuff, this kind of like seemed like out in left field for me okay. at the time. And I don't know why I, I just like the chorus where he just, you know, sings Year of the Tiger. Um, I got kind of hung up on that. But anyway, going back and listening to it now, I was kind of like, I had it in my mind that, <laughs> like, I remembered that feeling about this song. I'm yes. like, okay, I'm going back okay. and listening to this song again, which, you know, I was kind of like, whatever about. I definitely, I dug it a lot more this time. This whole record, in fact, I, I got into it and I appreciated it a lot more this time around compared oh. to when it first came out. Yeah. Um, kind of opposite to what you were just saying yeah. um, with yourself and your experience. And like I said, I think that was just because at the time I was listening to whatever I was listening to, and this mm. was much different. But yeah, I think You're the Tiger is a really solid track. My initial thoughts on it are it's kind of like a haunting country music sound. <laughs> wow. I, that's, that's great. I, I never really considered it as country until you said it right now in this moment because as <laughs> and i know you, you picked the, 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 the single the single country. genre that i just do not connect with i know i know uh, well, I, on any, and that's great <laughs> no that you know what you just broke down a barrier don't want right to like put a bad taste in your mouth <laughs> no you didn't at all actually you know but it's not i don't go out of my way to like not bond with country music there's i mean yeah. i've listened i've my ears have ingested much country music in my life you know central new york texas even arizona those places you know, they have a strong affinity for country you say this now i can hear the country inflection in the guitar oh yeah 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 no, i like it that's when when we've bridged, I've took one step out on that tiny bridge towards country yeah. music. You know, I was waving my flag a little bit. Okay, I like you're the tiger. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm terrible with genres um, as far as like categorizing. I don't really oh, understand what they mean, what fits into right. what. But, um, the, listener, the listeners will definitely get that about us because I'm sure we're going to hear about our little uh, shoegazy. <laughs> side, yeah. side trip last episode yeah uh, and and down the road down the road yep. they're gonna hear us say this band is punk rock and they're gonna be like that band's no, not punk that's rock, not punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know this and that that band's yep. not blah 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 but right but anyway yeah i kind of got that vibe that haunting country music sound but it's you know it's like really it's got that danceable driving beat to it kind of just i don't know like a like a haunting but like a feel good sort of sound at the same yeah. time one lyric that i took note of that i really like in the song 
It's on a cold, cruel July. We didn't know just when the pale horse would arrive, but love alone keeps us alive. When we fear we can't go on at all. I like um, that lyric a lot too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's powerful. I personally bonded to the lyric, uh, in the year of the tiger, I'm going to stake my claim, run a thousand miles beyond this house of pain. That initially came out in 20, 2018, I think I said. Um, yeah. So I was running a lot every day um, and running through, you know, the, the tail end of some, some grief and lost family member and start, it just really struck a chord with me and I would run to this song in particular a lot because it has that particular rhythm that kept a good pace. It seems, like you said, haunt, it's haunting but upbeat, like it's a good tempo. But yeah, very had lyrics that, like, I, Yeah, they're really strongly bonded to the particular lyrics, so... I picked this as like kind of a I, I wrote like an emotional scalpel. Year of the Tiger isn't necessarily like even one of my favorites of the two albums, really. But it's just the bond I have with the song. Like it's very listen to those lyrics, and I was I relate very strongly to a lot of them. In that moment in time when I first heard it, it was like really latched on to me so i i knew that going into this it would be really hard not to include this in my f stack and it's kind of you know because you want to share that have other yeah. you know listeners maybe take a listen and see what they think and apparently you know discover my first country uh genre inflicted <laughs> song you know <laughs> well yeah i mean that's the point of these stacks you know it is. We, pick, we pick the songs that touch yeah. our heart yeah, the touch our heart. That are our favorite. That are our personal favorites. We don't go into it trying to win a stack. It's ultimately about trying to present the best, most powerful deep cuts that we can come across. Yeah, in our own personal experience. Yeah. In our own personal experience. So Duffy, do you want to talk about your first choice? Yeah, track number one on the Duffy F stack is "Get Along," and <laughs> just. <laughs> right from the start of this song that the music to this like it just plays perfectly in my mind just the way it kicks in the yeah i love uh i'm a sucker for a good solid rock song and i think this delivers on that it's like the music too okay so once it gets through that intro and he comes into the verse and starts singing those verse lyrics the music that's underneath the verse that he sings, yep. I just think, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just an awesome dynamic, the way it goes from that intro, you know, kicking in and rocking like that, to mm -hmm. that laid-back canvas for him to paint that melody over top of. Yeah. Um, I just really dig, you know, that aspect of this song. But also, the lyrics are really... I guess ultimately what does it for me for this song because the message is so powerful yeah you know it's a song about why can't we all just get along right you know <laughs> right and and, and, and uh, i did read i did read that he wrote wrote this about the 1992 los angeles riots was part of his inspiration for this song and oh no kidding get, get along yeah what did you do you like the guitar solo i wrote it was a wicked guitar solo <laughs> yeah <laughs> apparently it was really I, I hadn't listened to this song too many times i i think it's a great like straightforward rock and roll like he he, he writes those like right in that rock and roll pocket it's a oh, true yeah. art form like you know what it kind of it kind of reminded me of 
Tom Petty has that same quality in his songs. They, they fit like that, that rock and roll pocket. He has a real knack yeah, for I, that. Yeah, I can see I like that, it. yeah. The lyrics, man, you know, the message and the lyrics, they just, it fits perfectly with the tone of the song. So uh, a couple of my favorite lyrics, where is the love within these borders? When will descend? Why can't we all just get along? You're either ignorant or blind. I thought we left this shit behind. There's no real way of deciding who's right or wrong. And I think that is really, it fits right in with present day Mm -hmm. society, politic, anything really. Like just the way of the world these days, you know, it seems like everybody's trying to decide who's right and who's wrong. Right. Nobody wants to set their set their swords down first you know take a moment and chill and get along yeah and when you look at you know like world view how do you decide you know whose way is the right way Mm -hmm. you know when we're all from different places and we're all individuals who grew up and lived our lives in the way that we did Mm -hmm. it's just i think it's really powerful message that's why it's my number one and i'm sticking to it all right so <laughs> so my my number two kind of builds right off of that uh, in a way i chose blind faith also off of year of the tiger and this one received the most spins in the entire week of building this off sack and it is my little gem discovery because i hadn't really listened to it when i was first really into the album maybe i just for whatever reason, just kind of skipped over it. And uh, yeah, listening to it now, I was like, wow, I really, and I, and I really dug everything about this. I wrote that it kind of reminded me, now tell me tell me if you remember this band, Days of the New. Yeah, remember that? of course. Okay. Yes. Uh, I wrote down this was kind of Days of the Newsy. <laughs> if that's a, I don't even, I couldn't, again, our terribleness with genres will be ever present in this podcast. But <laughs> so I just created, I just put more them, reasons for the listeners yes, to uh, just, interject. You know what? <laughs> we're just going to make, we're going to make them up as we go along. I'm going to, my genre is Days of the Newsy. And <laughs> I think Blind Faith fits, fits into that genre a little bit. And I put that okay, I love yeah. the. I love the chorus because faith can be blind, but it cannot justify the tragedy of love's demise. I'm like, oh, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just a very catchy song. I don't know. Some about it really gravitated to me this time, where I hadn't in the past. So it's like one of those weird little things that happen if you love music. Sometimes, sometimes oh, yeah. you like you were you. Year of the Deer of the Tiger. It's the same thing with yeah. me. I probably was like, I heard this, and I was like, nah, I'm not really, you know. Now I hear it, and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> what, did, what, what are your thoughts? Did you do like this? So song? as far as your um, description, like Days of the Newsy, <laughs> um, I can kind of see that. I, uh, I think sort of like a southern blues yeah. sound maybe. Okay. I, th- I think he's playing slide guitar, that riff in the beginning there. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of like a southern blues, uh, days of the news <laughs> sort of thing. I think we're spot on with that. Yeah. Yeah, what, one lyric that really stood out to me in this song. I know you're steadfast in your ways, never compromise your faith, but is it worth it in the end to never see my face again? You know? Oh, yeah that that was pretty powerful 
It is powerful. And then right after he sings that, it does like the build up and yeah, it's a good track and it's also a track for me that I probably passed over or you know sometimes like you're yeah. listening to a record and yep. you can't wait for like you don't let the song play out in its entirety before you uh, skip it yeah um, no i know it, it was probably one of those for me yeah yeah same thing uh this whole record was a little bit like that for me when i initially uh back in the day when it first came out you know also too i think because I was such a big Alter Bridge fan at that point, and to hear the difference between the Alter Bridge and this, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm waiting oh, for Miles yep. to like really yeah. kick in with some like, yeah. you know, some hard rock. Yeah, so I think I, I appreciate the entire record more now. But uh, yeah, same, same for me with this song. Yeah, it's a great Southern blues acoustic slide guitar. Yeah, love uh, it. So my. You ready for my number two? I'm ready for your number two. Cause... So my number two is Ides of March. Ding, ding, ding. 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 <laughs> we have our first. We have our first on the ultimate, as I have also chose Ides of March as my number four of the Sledgehammer, because this is one epic miles track. One yeah. epic miles track. I know. I wish we could listen to it right now. <laughs> so nice. I had to say it twice. <laughs> I, yeah, and I gotta say, I gotta say that this is my new favorite holiday music tradition. I'm going to listen to this every Ides of March going Ooh. forward. <laughs> I have done that so far. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm taking his prompt. It's wonderful. It's like when I heard this. When beware when you listen to it. Yeah, beware, beware, <laughs> beware listener. It's the Ides of March. What do you, in particular, enjoy about this track? So this is a masterpiece of a composition, mm. uh, musically. I mean, you know, it starts out with the finger picking, you know, and then I wouldn't even, I can't even guess <laughs> the style. <laughs> it's almost like a, maybe like a little bit of a Latin infusion, you know, yeah. when he goes into yeah. the verse. You know, it's real hip and real cool but yeah the song man from start to finish it's like all over the place kind of with the the style and the genre the sexy swinging verse and bass guitar is kind of tearing it up in there too so for lyrics so much is changing who we are what we are life is precious it's worth keeping too many's end may come too soon and then the first guitar solo comes in, smooth and swanky, real sexy-like. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, it's just, the it's music like he got just rolled up to like the center of the stage, and the spotlight hits him, and like the lights go down. It's like, you know, like oh yeah, yeah I, I totally get it. It's like it's it's like it's almost like he's like built little acts into this Ides of March play. You know, like oh, it's like, yeah, it's a production. Yeah, it's kind of like it has that quality to it. It's very much like a full experience from start to finish. Yeah, and then for me, where this song really starts amping up, getting real good, when the music comes down and it Mm -hmm. it brings it down low, and he says, but I believe there is a way. I still believe it's not too late. Don't let this fall apart. Yeah. 
You know, I, I like love that, that part. Remember yeah. who we are. And then he says, remember what we're meant to be. And he just from there, the crescendo and the awesomest guitar solo. It's all Ooh, I can yeah. say is it sounds like Queen. It's like Brian May. It, it's like, you know, something from yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, it just yeah, like that's a good that's a good reference. Yeah, oh, I, I just I hadn't come I hadn't thought of that. That's good. Come screaming in with that like Queen esque guitar solo, man. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's my favorite solo on that album, but it's just it fits the song so well. I wrote Yeah. Down, but I wrote down Break the Divide, just step away cool heads prevail in times of change yeah almost like stoicism not exactly but like the to kind of step back from your emotions a little bit like you're still feeling it's okay to like to feel overwhelmed or but you know flying off the handle at probably the wrong person is not going to solve the problems that are in front of you like i love that he has the, always has those like little messages in his song and they're always really positive and you leave the song feeling a little bit better even when he's writing about like dark and sad stuff i always feel like i leave miles song going yeah like all right this is gonna be all right he's got my back yeah yeah i like it a lot and I, obviously we both yeah. we both love it enough that it's 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 uh on the stack on the ultimate and then he he ends the song <laughs> he brings it back and he ends with a, that warning <laughs> beware yeah. the ides of march beware the ides of march <laughs> so which which when i think about it right now i'm like dude you just like rocked us and made us feel so good and now why are yeah. you bringing it back and telling yeah. us to beware <laughs> just just leave a, like leaving a bummer note like oh man and he doesn't usually do that, so it's like he's playing a little, he's playing a little, another little twist at the end of his little play. He's like, I know you really just enjoyed this song, but yeah. beware the eyes of March. <laughs> <laughs> keep one, keep one eye open when you go to sleep tonight. It's <laughs> our first song on the uh, ultimate. I got the first song on the ultimate. All right, so that was your number two. So it'll be my number three, which was Songbird. Also, yeah, off of Year of the Tiger, which if you can't tell by now, love that album. What do you think of Songbird? Okay, so I'm bringing this back up again. Um, okay, I think this was is kind of like an Americana country sound, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I so was thinking just, more of you like... have to accept the fact that you like country. <laughs> I guess I have to. <laughs> I guess I have to, or at least I like Miles <laughs> doing country. So I mean, if Miles put out a country album, I'd probably listen to it. I don't know. Yeah, is this you would? I mean, <laughs> right? I would. <laughs> it's wild. So let's say we're just learning, we're discovering new things about ourselves as we do this. Because yeah. my my thought was, at the time of you know the grunge that we grew up on, maybe a little bit later, in a little bit post grunge, like but pre rap metal like that little like area of time where things were kind of i don't know unsure in the music industry and then there was like those little like i seem like everybody had like an acoustic ballad that you could sit around a campfire and play guitar to kind of know it it kind of has that like i feel like i could have you know late 90s early 2000s be sitting around a campfire and have some couple acoustic guitars playing this this melody and people singing along to it yeah, I like that it took me there because I really didn't really, really. Again, this is another song that I didn't really gravitate to 
than the first time I listened to uh, Year of the Tiger. So it's like a new, new passion. So it, it was a nice discovery. So I was just happy to put it in there just to be like, I'm just finding these gems and happy to be building these up stacks because it's like, great, now I'm going to be listening to this song, you know, going forward. So I like it a lot. Yeah, this song um, has a really great chorus. You know, power, I think the chorus is kind of the shining moment of the song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, beautiful. As far as I could tell, I, I think this is a song about carrying on after your loved one has passed and mm-hmm. knowing that they still love you. Yeah, the gist that I got as well. Yeah. Uh, what was your number three? Number three for me is Wanderlust Begins. All right. That's it. And <laughs> <No. laughs> that's all we have to say about it? <laughs> no. Uh, Next. I, I mean, I... <laughs> no, I, yeah. uh, I personally... I, I, I love this track. This is probably uh, right behind Ides of March and my, my second favorite song oh, on, okay. uh, on the album. And it was just, just missed the cut um, for me personally. I just love the, the I wrote the adventurous upbeat uh, song quality, but also like again, there's some sadness in the lyrics. Reading along that I didn't idea of like wanderlust. I've had that since I was a child, so oh yeah, immediately gravitate towards that in the song. But then I like read the the lyrics and I was like, oh, this is a little bit more sad, like more little melancholy behind it than I initially picked up on. Did you notice that as well, or? Yeah, a little bit, um, but still, the uh, feeling that I just get from this song is peaceful and, and beautiful. It's I feel mm-hmm. like it's a song I could sleep to. Or yeah. Also, you know, wanderlust. The meaning it's you know a strong desire to travel. Yeah. And so this song definitely gives me that impression of hitting mm-hmm. the open road. Yep. and take taking in nature and taking in yeah. the beauty and so you know i can also or almost picture myself you know maybe sitting as a passenger in a vehicle when you're on a road trip and just like spacing out the songs playing yeah. and my head's looking out the window and mm-hmm. i'm just you know completely relaxed and you Good know vibes. You're, you're in it for the long trip, and so you just, you know, nothing to do but take it all in, and kind of what I get from it. Yeah, excellent track. Excellent choice. All right, cool. Let's move on. Number four. Uh, well, my number four, my sledgehammer is already on the oh, board. Oh, that's right. Ides. Yeah. Ultimate. Ides. As in the ultimate. So we're going into to your number four which i think we should let the listener know add a little initial controversy leading into this <laughs> so <laughs> wow, yeah let's I go mean, back the curtain on, a little bit that was all on me too because okay so my pick for number four spot is love can only heal and so originally when we were talking about our episode here for miles kennedy we like to take all the hits off the table for the F-Stacks um, right away. And so discussing Miles, we were, you know, thinking what hits, I guess, does he really have? Um, it's not like he gets radio play. Um, mm. So just perusing, I, I was on YouTube. I was like, oh, 
Well, love can only heal. I mean, this song has however many millions of views, mm-hmm. and so this has got to be a hit. And it was my idea to take it off the table. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this was never released as a single, and just because the song has a lot of listens, that just means it's a good song and it's a popular song. Yeah, and so, that's true. Um, I actually had to have my mind changed on this by my wife amber shout out to amber shout out to Uh, amber yeah she really pushed for this song and she was like kind of made me see um exactly what i just said that it wasn't a single it wasn't like you know released in that way it's just a popular song this is you know his Mm -hmm. fans the fans love this tune she got me to see the light yep she got me to see things in the right way i I was blown away when I listened to it because I'm like I, I I don't know how these songs like how do I love this album and then it's like I miss this like oh my gosh yeah I just was uh, oh yeah it's so good I re- like my my notes like I was just like scribbling frantically because I was like it sounds like I wrote that it had a classic haunting sound to it I wrote that it reminded me of in in the most wonderful ways it reminded me of Heart it reminded me of Led Zeppelin a little bit. Uh, some of their acoustic stuff. And then I wrote Jethro Tull, which oh. I haven't listened to in a while. And I was a pretty, for a while, I was on a pretty big Jethro Tull kick. It just was immediately sprang to attention. Not And like, it's like, it's miles all the way, but also just has like those little bit of, a little bit of the ingredients from those bands kind of sprinkled on the way that, you know, great artists can do. I, I immediately was like, I can see why fans love this song. Like, oh, <laughs> it yeah. It's phenomenal. And when you listen to the record as a whole, this mm-hmm. song just sticks right out. You know what I yeah. mean? It, like, oh yeah, it's that, completely said, different it's, than every yeah. other song on this record. I took it out because initially, so I listened to it after it was on the F stack. So it was like during that like purposeful like sit down, headphones on, reading the lyrics, listening to this, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is very very delightful from the get go. I'm like, this is right up my alley of the second verse has like a spaghetti western feel to it it's like an 80s guns and roses hair ballad kind of okay quality to it too a little bit and i say this is an unabashed ambassador for 80s rock all music 80s like i i love it all so it's like when i say when i compare that i mean that only in like a glowing way like i wish more bands made. yeah i wish bands would rediscover the love of hair metal and, and hair band like <laughs> not, not sarcastically not ironically just genuinely make like 80s rock music again oh like, yeah there, there's a I few out there that are doing that see now see i'm already putting i'm putting out the the metastrophic sim- signal listeners i'm putting it out there like bling 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 if there are bands that are making 80s rock music today let us know so i can check them out please and thank you (laughs) so for (laughs) lyrics of this song amazing lyrics Mm -hmm. never mind the pain because love can only heal if only you could trade the dark for light it might reveal that there's a place inside don't be afraid to feel because love can only heal that's great that's beautiful i love it and then the big crescendo with the la la la's. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm a fan. I've, <laughs> I love I've a good little uh, la la sing along because I'm I'm gonna yeah. sing it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna crank it and I'm gonna sing it. Yeah, I listened to um, a live recording of this, and when mm. he gets to that part, all the crowd just sings right oh. along. Oh, oh, yeah, I would love to and it's one of those that. moments. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Good. Oh, that's wonderful. It sounds like it sounds like we're gonna have our hands full creating an ultimate stack here. Yeah, so we have three songs. Have of, we have a lot of love for Miles. A lot of love for Miles. So, what are you thinking? We got one. We got one on the board in the Ides of March. Yeah. Which, depending on what else we pick, we'll see. What I we think slot. Love Can Only Heal should be on there. All right, and I would. I would then with those two on there, I would put them at. Hides at three and love can only hear is four because it's almost like a song where i think that's a good like encore like the finish like miles comes back out on stage and does love can only heal would be a great way to leave, oh yeah leave a performance whereas eyes of march is that one where like they leave you with the big performance and then he walks off stage and waves to the crowd and you know you get to get to chant miles for a little bit and then so we, yeah. can, we can take care of that so now we just need, we have two slots and five songs to choose from. What's a song that really you really want the listener um, to hear? I think, uh, I mean, Songbird just has that really pleasant chorus, you know, that yep. it just stands out. And I kind of, I think it puts, puts the listener into, you know, a, a joyful feeling. I think we need something like that, you know, when we have the, those two heavy hitters on the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe no, I like that. Song like that. Yeah, that's some great logic. I like that. Yeah, I'd put that at number two. So then, what do we want to get him with? Uh, I would say maybe Wanderlust. Or do you, or do you think Wanderlust and Songbird are similar? In the. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that because I actually found a mashup of Songbird and Wanderlust on YouTube. <laughs> what? Yeah, where somebody what? put the two songs together. What? That you're blowing my mind, dude. Like I know, <laughs> but, like a continuation of this. Like one rolls into the other, or they're like no, cut and sliced like into one each is other, over top of the other. Yeah, what? Or like literally on over top, top like a like. Oh what? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? I don't know, man. This, that's your daily. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand the internet at all. Sometimes yeah, I, I took note like, of it because it was our two picks, so I took note of it. I was like, "Wow, this you is did, weird." Somebody, <laughs> and then I kind of like almost like brain farted like that concept too. Like they so they do sound similar, and now it's like I'm gonna have to fight the urge to load that up after and listen to that. Because I don't want to do that. I don't know. That doesn't sound yeah. like something that I really want in my brain. Because I love those songs so much. Weirded out in not a good way. Yeah, I, I only but. listened to like 15 seconds of it. Okay. <laughs> you're, like, you're, tapped, you're tapped. You're done. Okay. Yeah, it's well, like people are okay, doing Okay, so then we, then, here. I mean, so you'd get a kind of good idea of like one of these two songs. Then you kind of get a good sample of a portion of his, his song craft. I say for, for song number one, we need to really yep. grab the listener. Okay. So I was thinking either Year of the Tiger or Get Along. Let's see then. I think probably Get Along, just because it is more it's rock. More like, rock, yeah. Like, yeah. 
my my secret new affection with country. <laughs> I don't want to lead this with that. That you know, I, I like but the on messaging. The other hand, on the other hand, if if we put Year of the Tiger on there, okay. I think it kind of steers the listener away from thinking this is like another Alter Bridge project. Right, I. I more along the lines of alter bridge (laughs) on the third hand though this might get along (laughs) on the foot (laughs) (laughs) on the foot (laughs) on the left foot miles the fans of alter bridge you may not really know too much or have given this album's uh, a recent shake this might be the good wet that foot with get along Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of bridges the gap between, they kind of alter bridges <laughs> that gap <laughs> to his solo work. And now it does seem like I'm really trying to fight that. But I love Year of the Tiger, so I really, and it really is, you jump right into it and get that vibe, get you going with Year of the yeah. Tiger as well. So I I have no qualms either way, and I don't know how we haven't come across the real, a real, like, bump in the in the build yet yeah. this is the first this semi, is a head semi, scratcher this is a head scratcher our first yeah. head scratcher we're gonna have to insert like a little sound effect here i have my one of my dogs on the floor here i could like okay. like ruffle her fur up and see like <laughs> if she gets like if she gives me a nasty growl then that would be for year the tiger year the tiger <laughs> If she just gets along, then it's for get along. Yeah. Perfect. You know, um, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like we gotta make a we gotta make a bold stance here. Like, I think I think probably you were right with Year of the Tiger in the sense that it does establish that it is a it is a different thing. Yeah, you're not listening Alter Bridge to Alter Bridge entirely. You're yeah. not listening to Alter Bridge. And, and you're gonna you're important. going on a different journey. You're about you're to ride different, yes. ride a different ride here. Excellent way of putting it. So I think yeah, I think that's a good number one for our ultimate. Awesome. So I think we have ourselves a stack. Yeah, one, wow. two, three, four. Sweet. One, two, three, four. Number one, you're the tiger. Number two, songbird. Yeah. No? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. The one time I don't write, I didn't write it down. Number three, I just. Eyes of March, and number four is Love Can Only Heal. That is our Matastrophic Ultimate Four Track F Stack for Miles Kennedy. Nice, I'll clap on that. Um, yeah, great episode, man. Great, great stack. Episode. I, I I had a lot of fun with uh, with listening to this. Me too. A lot of fun. Um, it was uh, what was your song of the week, sir? Okay, so my song of the week is as far away from the sound of Miles Kennedy as you can possibly get. Oh probably. boy, here we go. <laughs> um, so the band is called Ice Nine Kills. Okay. And the song is called Thank God It's Friday. And Ooh. I kind of liked that it's Friday when we record our episodes. Yeah. And the song titles, Thank God It's Friday. Have you ever heard of this band? Ice Nine I have Kills? not. This is my this is my first exposure. Okay. So they are I guess a metalcore band, but really over like the last maybe like decade, they've transformed 
into a horror band. So horror band. Yeah. So basically, like their last two records, every mm-hmm. song is based on a horror movie. What? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and they That's do like, it sounds really awesome. well. They do it a, like they do a really good job. Oh um, man, no. So, <laughs> I see a rabbit hole forming in front of me <laughs> right now. So thank God it's Friday is about Friday the thirteenth. Oh, nice, great tie-in. Yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely checking this out. I'm I'm excited because that's a great tie-in. Yeah, today today is folks Friday the thirteenth as we record this episode. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. I know that you're a big fan of horror movies, so um, you definitely check out this one track. And if you like it, I mean, dive in because, like I said, it's all every song is based on a different horror movie. Yeah, and and they kind of incorporate like the theme music almost, or like the tone of those. Oh, even better! And yeah, into their songs. Cool tune. What was yours? I had a little bit of a internal controversy a dilemma i guess you could say in choosing mine this week normally not an issue because normally i'm always like i have one song that really just tends to grab me the one that grabbed me i want to save that band for our hard mode episode in the future and i didn't want your first exposure to be this song so I was like, I kind of put it in my back pocket, even though it is technically my song of the week. So listeners, in the future, I will make reference to the song. You little rascal. I know. And it was like, <laughs> oh. And I, so today I was like, well, what was the other song? It's like, well, what am I in the mood to listen to? And I had put on Huey Lewis in the News sports album. And you can see, well, Duffy can see. I'm wearing my Huey Lewis shirt. Nice. My song of the week is Huey Lewis in the News, The Heart of Rock and Roll. I nice. I, I I cranked that today, dude. <laughs> I love that little heartbeat intro on, you know, good speakers is amazing. Like it's that bass like boom 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 boom. <laughs> like it's just that that some of that straightforward rock and roll in the pocket that we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. it gets it going and it's uh I mean, I have like a hundred positive memories associated to this song because it was my favorite band from you know, since I was a little, you know, three or four years old. It was my first real yeah. rock concert. It was Huey Lewis in the News. One of my favorite moments, like ever. I, I sang this song in karaoke. Oh, gave nice! Me, it gave me the confidence to essentially create my own book publishing company and published my own book it was a, it was a moment oh, wow, like, where i never had received a response it was one of the first times that i ever sang karaoke out loud like i never stage fright and didn't really believe in my voice or anything like that and then i got up one one day and i did it and it was like it was the most wonderful i was just a wonderful cherished memory so a lot of good vibes just came came pouring out of those speakers today and i was like oh this is a great solves my dilemma almost instantly i was like that's the you know the musical spirit was floating over me on friday the 13th blessed me with the heart of rock and roll that's my song of the week and i'm sticking to it that's cool, man. I like that story. I'm gonna have to definitely um, rock that through my headphones because yes, sir. Um, I haven't heard that song in a really long time, and I don't know 
if I've ever heard that song like played through a good set of speakers. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's, it, it, they are an underrated band from the 80s from a musical talent standpoint. Everybody thinks of like the big pop hits and stuff, but I being exposed to this band and having them be my first great musical love opened up so many doors possibilities from music wise so this is gonna that'll be a fun episode to do i i would really enjoy making a because that's one that everybody from the 80s would know all the hits to huey lewis i know the gem i know every yeah. song in his catalog pretty much by heart like easily the first five six albums i could pick some really good songs that maybe people have never heard ever so that'd be fun to do and i didn't even know he had five or six albums Oh yeah, no, he's very, he's been pro- proliferating up until recently. He also interesting slash sad tidbit is that he has similar hearing issues where he, you know it prevents him now from performing live anymore. So I have like okay. that, you know that strong bond in a sense. Um, yeah, I think I heard also, that about him. Yeah, and a more let's let's <laughs> let's pick that um, back up into the positive and talk about what our next band is going to be, and that's going to yes. be one full of energy and up-tempo. I'll let you announce it, Duffy. Listeners, our next episode is my personal number one favorite band of all time. Little band from California called The Offspring. Yes. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this one. Yeah, like I already, I just said it. My favorite band (laughs) has been since I was like, since I was like maybe 14 or 15 years old or something like that. So, yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in too. You want to want to uh, let the audience know some of the songs that'll be off limits, their hits, stuff that they're known for. Come out and play. Self esteem. Gone Pretty away. Pretty fly. Pretty fly. Kid, the kids aren't all right. Original prankster. Uh, any more that you can think of? Oh, why don't you get a job? There's a lot. Gotta I get away. That's even, the one I we mean, just talked about earlier. <laughs> Gotta get away. I mean, even so they just put song. out a record this year, I believe, that came out. Yeah. Well, last year. Last year now. Yeah, even off of that, Let the Bad Times Roll. That was uh, all over the radio for a while. So, yeah, they, uh, they've been at it, and they're still successful, and they're still, you know, cranking out tunes and bringing in new fans. Hell man. yeah. We're digging into the... The bounty of the offspring. We will be bringing you some fresh four-track F-Stacks next week. Oh, you have something more to add? Well, yeah, I was just going to say for the listeners at home, get your offspring F-Stacks ready and join us to see how your stack compares. Maybe you think we're wrong. Maybe you think we're right. But (laughs) we just... We don't care because it's all good. <laughs> <This music. laughs> They're all good. <laughs> we found some songs we like, and we're happy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to say goodbye, and we'll see you next time. What do you say? Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.